Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. My name is Keisha Hill and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Adrian Dunkley runs a data analytics firm in Kingston and has recently opened a second location in the United States. He has spent over a decade focused on utilizing data to help several public and private entities. His company, Starapple AI, uses data analytics, artificial intelligence, and data science to uncover actionable insights for companies, thus helping them to make the best decisions. In this podcast, we will explore Duncan's enthusiasm about artificial intelligence and its advantages and disadvantages in a business. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us on Impact in Jamaica. Thanks for having me, Keisha. All right. So let's get into the meat of the matter. Now, everybody's talking about artificial intelligence, AI. And, you know, we want to know what are some of the biggest problems that small entrepreneurs can face due to AI? Great question. So the big, big problem is not understanding what it's doing. So it's a lot easier to get access to these tools, but a lot of persons still don't know how they work. So there's a risk of them using it improperly, putting in data they shouldn't put in there or using them for purposes that don't really make sense. And as an entrepreneur, when you're relying on your customers uh, for your revenue day to day, these types of mistakes can have a huge impact, not just on next month's revenue, but on the success of the company overall, because you need to build trust with your customers and your investors. All right. Um, explain for us, right? What is the most effective way to organize the use of AI in a business setting? Because you just mentioned that persons don't understand how to utilize it. So, you know, let us know what are the most effective ways to organize its use? Uh, so the first thing is always to figure out what your issues are or what you're going for, what your objective is. And then once you've done that, you can figure out how to safely and securely utilize these AI tools. So a lot of people are using chatbots now or GPT for chat GPT, as your viewers probably know it, listeners, specifically for communication. So they're using it for customer service or to improve customer experience or to simplify how they actually talk to persons. That's the first one. The second one that we're seeing is they're using it for operational efficiency, which is writing an email quicker, writing a customized letter to a specific person, uh, very quickly doing a draft of a business plan, creating marketing from scratch. So generating content is the third part of it, which is something we would do a lot of. 80% of our content is actually AI generated but we have people there to manage it and monitor the AI agents. 
to ensure they're doing it properly. All right, so you mentioned two effective ways, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you Can you elaborate a little bit more, you know, how can entrepreneurs use it to get the most benefit out of AI? Because it seems that utilizing artificial intelligence now is giving entrepreneurs an option to uh, move faster in terms mm -hmm. of executing their business. Right, right. So the first way is efficiency. You can do a lot more things with higher quality, with less people. It's the lead people, though. I focus on the less part. So for an entrepreneur that can't afford to hire five staff to do everything they need for the company, they can hire two really qualified individuals and use these tools to get the same level of output as if they had five people. So you can automate a lot of processes. You can create content very effectively and very quickly. You can ensure that your individual's needs are met very quickly because there's always going to be somebody on the other line that they can talk to, which is your AI chatbot. Uh, you can actually help with your financial management, which is something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. And a big part of it is around using AI to power your data analytics. That's a big benefit there. So you can actually use AI to understand the market better, to improve your products, and to find customers faster and cheaper. And you mentioned efficiency and, you know, assisting with certain tasks that perhaps the entrepreneur would have to get um, to improve their business, right? And right, right. using the artificial intelligence now, remember that not everybody is technologically savvy. So what are some of the common pitfalls, especially for small entrepreneurs that they should be aware of when they're dealing with AI? So the, the first one is understanding the data privacy and the policies around the tool that you're using. Because a lot of these tools people are tapping into that didn't build them, they're buying the service from another company, which usually is not even in the Caribbean, right? So you need to know if you put in data into the system that your data is protected and it won't be used for any other purpose. Because for an entrepreneur, your data is literally your gold. That, that is the biggest value you have data on your customers, data on how well your product is, data on how you're going to develop your strategy. All of these things are gold or diamond are the most important part of your business. So when you're using a tool, you need to make sure that it's not going to be used by anyone else for their benefit. The second one is, even if you're non-technical, we're in a golden age right now of AI where you don't have to really be technical. You can just tap into it. So chat GPT, you just type it like you're not a person, ordinary person, and it spits out something relatively good or really good depending on how you talk to it. So don't be frightened that you don't have the skills to use these tools because they're being made to be easy and user-friendly to tap into. And then the third thing I would say to entrepreneurs is take as many risks as possible but make sure you can absorb the downside of that. 
So, you know, moving really fast. If you want to come up with a new product, come up with a product, test it very quickly. There are a lot of tools you can use right now to automate that. If it doesn't work, move on to something else. Failure is a temporary construct that you can get past very, very quickly. All right, so definitely, as you just mentioned, we don't have to be tech-savvy, but we can just, you know, log on to the technology because it's that easy to use. Right, right. Just make sure you understand the, the risks, the policies, and some basic idea of how the things are working because that's a big issue with AI right now, which is it's not being created specifically for us here in the Caribbean or Latin America. So my company creates customized tools for our customers, but if you're using an off-the-shelf tool, it may not know how to speak to your clients the same way. It may not know how to interpret the data you're giving it because it was trained on different types of data in a more established or a different type of culture, right? So right now in a chat, GPT cannot understand Pato. It cannot understand hundreds of languages right now very easily. So you can tap into that. But it has a basic understanding of knowledge. That doesn't mean it's going to understand specific cultural nuances, right? So you need to factor that in if it's something that's customer facing. So it's very important to make sure you have a basic understanding of how these things work. All right, so with this basic understanding, uh, how can entrepreneurs detect and prevent fraud? Because this is also very important with all things internet, you have to be careful about fraud. So how can entrepreneurs detect and prevent fraud associated with AI? Mm -hmm. Great one. So I've always started with the fundamentals, which is change your passwords regularly, two-factor verification, make sure not all of your staff has access to everything if they don't need to, make sure you're tracking things, make sure you have an antivirus in place, Make sure you have security and protection around your websites and your email and whatever platforms you're using. So you can do a very straightforward audit on these things, right? And then beyond that, no, it's around a certain level of due diligence because a lot of these AI tools are imitating humans now, right? I can take two minutes of your voice and create an AI that sounds just like you and call your family members to tell them, why me some money or else they're not going to get you back. We can actually take images of you and animate images to make it look like you're saying something, right? We can take a picture of your ID and then automatically generate a new version and just change the image. So there are a lot of things that are very easy to do with AI right now, but scammers were doing them before. So the same level of due diligence and safety and security is really paramount these days to make sure that you're not uh, a victim of fraud. But it still comes down to you as an individual putting things in place and then the companies that you deal with having controls and mitigations to protect your data and your um, who you are as a person, your identity. Right, because over the years using the internet, there has been a lot of incidences of identity theft, identity fraud, and so just as you've just said, um, you have to be careful because AI is even more adept 
to getting this information. So entrepreneurs, you know what to do. Ensure that yeah. you change your passwords uh, regularly. And the same due diligence that you would have had in the past, continue to ensure that you continue going forward. All right, so we're gonna take a break now to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. John John, I know you in there. I want to win like to come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Keisha, just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things there. So you can't stop, knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You know for us, send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsgo.com for more info. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom, cleaning, and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-472-125. All right, welcome back to Impact in Jamaica. We are speaking with Adrian Dunkley. He is the head of Star Upper AI, and he's been telling us how entrepreneurs can utilize artificial intelligence in their business and how to be careful when using this new technology in this day and age. Adrian, thank you for staying with us. Yeah, happy to be here. All right. So what should entrepreneurs consider when deciding if AI is the right fit for their businesses? Mm. So I would say first thing, it is the right fit. I'd say that from right, right? Uh, but more specifically, if you're looking on how you can implement it, look at the specific processes that drive your business, right? Look at how efficient slash inefficient they currently are. And there are tools that can support you in those things a lot faster and a lot cheaper. But it's not just about fast and cheap. It's all about quality. It's about quality as well. So you want to make sure you provide higher quality services or a better quality product. And AI can be implemented into your process flows, into your pipelines to get that. So it's really a facilitator of doing better. It's not really a replacement. That's not how we view it. It's not a replacement for specific personnel. It's allowing your skilled personnel to do more with less, more consistently, because you want to avoid burnout, for instance, with them. So a recent study that we did earlier this year, what we found is for our clients that have implemented these approaches, they got a 26 to 60% improvement in their operational efficiency with these tools. So what that means is technically they could drop down the number of working days from five days a week to three days, or they could technically do a lot more with less staff. But the idea of this is with more time on their hands, more ability to utilize their, their human resources, 
they can spend that time working on their strategy, working on improving their products and their services and expanding their reach, expanding their customer delight, their customer lifetime value with the current staff and resources they currently have. And do that with a really tiny increase compared to their entire revenue, which is just implementing these AI tools and very specific policies and procedures integrated into the current workflow. All right, so these strategies, as you mentioned, can be implemented. Um, you mentioned chat GPT, right? Um, yeah. What are some of the other trends that you see emerging in the area of AI and how do you think they will impact small entrepreneurs? Yeah, there are a lot of trends. It's even for me, it's hard to follow the news because there's the papers that are coming out every week on brand new approaches to do things versus new products and services and proof of concepts that are popping out. The most recent one is you can make AI videos just by typing what you want. We, we actually did it. We had a conference uh, in Mobay, outside Jamaica, and we wanted a, a video reel to represent the company, but we only had a day to work on it. So we developed a tool, tapped in some other tools, and we just literally wrote a script and it generated the video. And I don't mean it patched together custom videos. It literally animated the video from scratch. It created the music from scratch. It created the text from scratch. And all of that was done in under five minutes after we fed it all the things that we needed. So that saved us time. It saved us effort and it got ourselves out there. Uh, next is music. It's a big thing right now. There's some copyright concerns with that, but you can very quickly create really good sounding forms of music right now with AI tools. Uh, the next is around customized experiences, which is really big for tourism right now. Knowing some information on your potential clients or tourist prospects or just potential leads, you can map out an entire experience for them very quickly. Using, using the AI and its ability to learn from, from experts. And beyond that, there are so many. Um, medicine, Google has tools now. It can actually read your, your health effectively with eye scans. Can tell risks of heart palpitations, certain ailments just with an eye scan, right? From specifically a small business perspective, it's allowing you to automate a lot of your business, responding to emails, your customer relationship management, your marketing, your sales to some extent. Uh, almost every area of, of a small business or for an entrepreneur is going to be affected and is being affected by these tools. I have a very quick question on this. Um, I noticed you mentioned earlier about having access to AI and you mentioned payments are all the AI apps um, paid for or do you have those that you can access for free? Uh, there are quite a lot of free ones. So we, we develop free, free applications for our clients um, under really whatever program we're working on. So what we try to do is do a bit of experimentation while we're 
working on a retainer or whatever it is with a client because these could potentially be the next billion dollar product. But right now, as an ecosystem, there are so many free tools that you can tap into or free alternatives. So ChatGPT has a free version that you can use right now. Uh, Microsoft Designer is a free presentation creator. You type in what you want in the presentation, it spits out slides for you. Um, there are a whole slew of them that you can tap into. Um, voice recognition, video. I'm not going to name them currently, but you can find them online because there's some concern over bad actors using these for bad things. Uh, but yes, every every alternative in terms of paid, there's a free version that you can tap into. How easily accessible is the free version? You Do you just type it in or you have to have <laughs> some kind of a logarithm? No, 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 no algorithms needed for these things. So the reason why AI has become so much popular in the zeitgeist is because it's so easy to use. You just sign up for a free account, they just go on a website and you can just start utilizing these tools. Uh, back in my day, I got myself sound old, but I had to build everything from scratch where you had to spend a lot of time putting things together to get exactly what you wanted. So the technology is accelerating at a very, very big page, pace. And one of the reasons is the people are building these tools are offering them for free and creating very simple interfaces for anybody to go in and use. If you look at like DALI, so DALI is used for art generation, DALI or mid-journey or stable diffusion. Those are all free. And you can create AI art in any design, any approach that you want. And uh, there are some legal concerns over ownership and copyright infringement, but you can technically use those pieces of art for your own marketing purposes, right? If you're not explicitly just copying an artist without consent. So if you just look online, you can find them or you can reach out to us and we can guide you because there are around a thousand tools available right now that you can tap into. So usually you can find something that meets most of your needs. Okay, so if I wanted to do a PowerPoint presentation and normally that takes us a while to put together, uh, we can just go into one of these um, sites and type in what we want in the PowerPoint and it just brings it up. Is that how it works? Yeah, pretty much. So like Microsoft Designer, uh, it can do that. It's not great. It's still going to have to go in and edit. But these tools are meant to reduce time and effort, not completely replace a human. So you can say, oh, create a presentation with impact in Jamaica on, on AI usage in the Caribbean. It'll pop out a presentation, maybe get you 40, 50% of the way there, uh, give you some inspiration and ideas you can tap into, and you can go in and edit as necessary. And then you can add on another tool that helps you write a script or the slides, for instance. So it's become very, very useful, specifically in ed tech space, educational technology for that, because we're lacking teachers and we have a lot of students that need personal help. All right. So definitely we are improving in our technological advancement <laughs> at mm -hmm. a rapid pace. 
All right. Yeah. Now let let's let's get to the the other question about um how can entrepreneurs right uh take the necessary steps to ensure that they are getting the most out of AI technology. So it's still really important to make sure you have a clear goal in mind and you fully understand what your problems are and what you're going after, what your target is. Uh, if you don't have those in place, it doesn't matter how much AI you have, it's not going to benefit you. So the fundamentals of an entrepreneur is do you have product market fit? Do you understand how to be profitable? Do you have the available resources? Um, do you have fallbacks, mitigations in place? And do you have a clear goal for what you're trying to do? And then AI is going to help you achieve your goals quicker, more efficiently. It'll improve your chances of being successful. But if you don't have those underlying things, then it doesn't matter how much AI throughout it, it's not going to work. Because AI is really just trying to imitate humans. It can't create everything from scratch. It needs your help and your guidance, especially with how easy it is to access some of these tools. So a lot of them are flawed. They're not going to give you exactly what you want, and there's a lot of bias in there. So if you just try and tap into it, uh, as an example, abroad recently, a lawyer was trying to write up a case. And he used ChatGPT, and it just made up facts, and he didn't fact-check it. He went to court and presented these facts, and it, more than likely, he just ruined his career. And it's not that ChatGPT was trying to lie to him. It's that ChatGPT is an experimental tool that is trying to imitate humans. Facts are not fundamental to it. It doesn't know what a lie is. It doesn't know what the truth is. It's just pulling from data, trying to give you an output that you like. Right? So even in this case, if he put certain controls in place, he could have used ChatGPT to make his work easier. But he needed to do some fact-checking before he actually use those results in a real-life case and presented them to a judge. And he almost lost his career. That's a good point, which is saying that even though we're using AI, we should ensure that the information presented is accurate, especially as journalists. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And another thing you have to realize what it is, it's just pulling from a big cloud of data. So it has access to millions of documents, audio files, and that stuff. And it's trying to learn the patterns. All it's doing is predicting the next sentence and then pre predicting the sentence after that, right? So it's learning from what it sees, but what it sees is from the internet. If it's pulling on a source that's incorrect, it won't know. It's relying on a human to go in and tell it that this is an incorrect source. So by the time it reaches you and you try to ask it for help with something, there's no way to actually tell if it's correct or not until you do your own checks and balances on what is provided. Now for an entrepreneur, which is one of the scariest professions to be in, they say to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a little crazy because you're taking risks that nobody else is going to take. If you violate the trust of your clients or your investors, that's it, right? That's the most important relationship that you have in place. So there's a huge risk in AI of 
deteriorating that trust, but there's also a huge benefit in AI of taking a company with five people and making you operate like a company with 100 persons. That's the significant benefit that we can actually tap into. All right, so just like everything else, artificial intelligence has its advantages and disadvantages. All right, mm -hmm. so we're gonna wrap now and I want you to tell our entrepreneurs, leave them with some final thoughts on how they can use AI to their advantage. Sure, so I've been in the artificial intelligence field over 15 years. I've launched multiple companies that use AI or more specifically machine learning for the older companies and raised over 15 million US uh, and made companies very profitable, private and public sector. With all that said, AI is just a tool. It relies on you, your ingenuity, your capabilities, and your focus to be used properly. If it was so groundbreakingly amazing right now to make everybody rich, you would have new billionaires popping up, but it's not. So look beyond the hype of it, right? Because a lot of the videos about AI and whatever, you're gonna make you a millionaire and stuff, it's just people looking for clout. Look beyond that. What do you need to get the job done as an entrepreneur as cheaply and as effectively as possible? Then research what tool you can use, check that it's safe, and then implement as quickly as possible to see if you can meet the standards that you've set for it. Did that, and you should be good. All right, so Adrian has shared with us, you know, nuggets of how to navigate the artificial intelligence world. And he has described how data science and AI as a field is really untapped potential that can help entrepreneurs, but you just have to be careful with everything that you do in life. It can have its advantages and also its disadvantages. Adrian Donkey, thank you so much for sharing with us today on Impacting Jamaica. Adrian is the head of Star Apple AI, that's what he calls it. Um, they use data science skills for social good initiatives and they've worked with startups and non-profit organizations to leverage their internal and publicly available data. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited, if you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.